The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. John the Baptist appeared preaching in the desert of Judea and saying, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. It was of him that the prophet Isaiah had spoken when he said, A voice of one crying out in the desert, Prepare the way of the Lord, make straight his paths. John wore clothing made of camel's hair, and had a leather belt around his waist. His food was locusts and wild honey. At that time, Jerusalem, all Judea, the whole region around the Jordan, were going out to him and were being baptized by him in the Jordan River as they acknowledged their sins. When he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees coming to his baptism, he said to them, You brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the coming wrath, produce good fruit as evidence of your repentance, and do not presume to say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our father. For I tell you, God can raise up children to Abraham from these stones. Even now, The axe lies at the root of the trees. Therefore, every tree that does not bear good fruit will be cut down and thrown into the fire. I am baptizing you with water for repentance, but the one who is coming after me is mightier than I. I am not worthy to carry his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fan is in his hand. He will clear his threshing floor and gather his wheat into his barn. The chaff he will burn with unquenchable fire. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. John the Baptist wears camel hair. Why? To protect him from the desert sun and the Scirocco winds that sandblast his skin and his body. And then he wears a leather belt around his waist. Why? Because his coat is oversized. And the reason why it's oversized is so he can use it for his tent. This is his house. Needs locusts and wild honey. Why? Because he lives in the desert. Now, if you sum it all up, add it all up, what you have is somebody that's absolutely, completely, totally independent. He has no needs. Completely unlike myself. I have needs. I have to take up a collection every Sunday because I have to pay the light bill. I live in a church, we have a church here that's almost 100 years old. Every time I wake up, I'm wondering what's going to break today. I have needs. But John the Baptist doesn't have any needs. Let's say, for instance, I was there and back then, and I went up to John the Baptist and said, gee, you know, I, I am so grateful that you, you took away all my sins. The baptism that you gave me of repentance and that you gave me the right relationship back with God. I can't tell you how grateful I am. Here's, a, here's $5. 
John the Baptist can't use that. He's not going to take it. There's no mini-marts in the middle of the desert. John the Baptist has no needs. Now, it says in the scriptures today that everybody is going out to him. Everybody, everybody in Jerusalem, all Judea, throughout the countryside, they're all going to John the Baptist in a desert. Why are they going? I'll tell you why they're going to see him. Because he's real. He's genuine. He is authentic. Because he doesn't mind making any sacrifices for other people's benefit because he loves what he is doing. The guy is real. One time there was a young Nigerian who applied to the United States government for a green card. And he got it. Do you know how hard it is for somebody in Nigeria to apply for a green card to come to the United States? It's easier for us to go to the corner store, get a scratch ticket, and win a million bucks. Anyway, this guy got the ticket to the good life. So he left his family, his country, and he came over here and he went to college. After four years of college, he landed up with a good job and he climbed up the ladder. To make even a nicer story, he spent very little money on himself because he knew that if he did not spend a nickel on himself, that he could send that same nickel back to his mother and father who would have a great worth. It's a great story. But there he is, standing on the mountain of success, and what does he do? Was he standing on the mountain of success after all of that where we, got to, where we got to? He gives me a phone call. Now, why would he give me a phone call? Because I'm the, always the vocation director of the Oblates of the Virgin Mary, and he was interested in the priesthood. So on the phone, I heard his story. When he was done talking, this is what I said. Now, let me get this straight. You mean to tell me that you were in at Nigeria and you got a green card to come to the United States, so you left your family, you left your friends, you left your own country, came to a foreign land, and then you went to school. After you got to school and you graduated, you got a job, worked your way up the ladder, and now you're standing on the top of the mountain of success, and now you're telling me you want to give it all up? Are you crazy? That's not what I said. <laughs> I said, you're exactly the person that we're looking for. I'm happy to tell you that the Namdi Monami is now a priest serving in the Philippines. Let me tell you another story about him. So he asked me to give the homily for his first Mass. I'm honored. So I fly out in the Midwest, and there I am standing in front of a packed church. And I'm happy to report that nobody fell asleep, and they even got a few smiles. Anyway, the newly ordained stands up at the end of the Mass to say a few words. So he starts out with a little funny. I guess it was cute. But anyway, he starts laughing hysterically at his own joke. It brought down the house. <laughs> and then he says something heartwarming. And then everybody's pulling out handkerchiefs out of their pockets and they're mopping up their, their cheeks with all the waterworks coming down. And then when he was done, everybody packed church, all white, stood up before this African-born, and they applauded, and they didn't stop. Why? Because of a bad joke? Oh. Same reason why everyone is going out to the Jordan River 
to see John the Baptist because he's real. Think of that for a minute. A religious leader can be real. And that's the point of the gospel today. Every one of us can be real, authentic, love what we represent and love what we believe in Christ. And that's the invitation of the gospel today is to be like John the Baptist. To be real. Just for him.